welcome. Thank you for tuning to this session of That Vegan Safari Guy podcast, where we explore the wild and wonderful world of African safaris with a twist. I'm your host, JC De Klerk, and I'm here to guide you on a journey to some of my favorite places in Southern Africa, where I'll be interviewing some interesting people to help picture for you the breathtaking landscapes, the majestic wildlife, and the luxurious accommodations of Africa's most interesting safari lodges. Above all, come and help me find those vegan safari hideaways on a virtual adventure that will leave you inspired. Buckle up, let's go on an adventure. The safari starts now. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the real, real first episode of that vegan safari guy. Well, the first episode as uh, it's been released was the trailer and um jumping straight onto the first episode, which I interviewed a lodge manager with the name by Jimmy. And uh, he's the lodge manager of Camp Sossus, part of the ultimate safari group. Well, it was a lovely stay and we sat right in a really beautiful little part right above the lodge and looking down at this beautiful valley and uh, the sound wasn't really good. It's the first episode and it was actually a recording off my phone and I was testing new mics, but hey, we managed to record something. I managed to remove the voice of the video and this is what you're going to be getting. It's a beautiful lodge uh, right in the Sossusvlei region in the southwest of Namibia. It's a fairly new lodge, but a beautiful, spectacular location. And around in this vicinity, there are various other lodges, and I'm hoping to interview more of them as the time goes by. But this is the episode interviewing Jimmy, and he was really helpful, and we had a nice cup of coffee and really quiet. And if you really listen quietly in the background, you can actually hear the birds. So without further ado, enjoy this episode, and I uh, hope you can get a view or an idea of where we were sitting. And you can also hop onto my YouTube channel, and the video will be there just to get an idea who Jimmy is and who I'm interviewing, and maybe just a little bit of the scenery. Enjoy, and uh, we'll catch you at the end. Morning, Jimmy. How are you? Fine, fine. Morning, Jis. Oh, good. Okay. I'm so happy to be here. I love this place. That's Eventually, good. it was the first time I come here now, and now I'm here for the first time. Serious? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, just for everybody watching, yeah. this is about, uh, what time is it now? Just after six in the morning, half past six in the morning, we're looking down at this valley now, and the lodges, which I'll put in the footnotes, is... Basically, just around a, a little copy, what you call a copy, is a little boulder section that's just coming out here. And all the rooms are just basically situated just next to the copy. But oh, what a lovely morning. It's nice and quiet, a lot of cloud cover. And Jimmy and I are sitting and having a lovely cup of coffee. Jimmy is the um, manager at Camp Sauces. And we're just going to chat a little bit about what the lodge is all about and he's going to give us some more information and just to see why are this area and what this area offers at the same time <laughs> so jimmy without further ado tell me where did you grow up and how did you end up at camp sauces okay i grown up uh, in the north part of namibia yeah in the small village called uh Umthitugarwani, just uh, 45 kilometers from Mushakati. okay yeah and then uh, after I complete my grade 12. 
I came to Windhoek, then I started working somewhere. After that, I joined Ultimate Safaris Group. That was uh, 2011. Yeah. I started at Garden House. It's also one of our guest house in Windhoek. Then from there, I moved to Huap Kemves. It's this side of uh, Damarland, Namibia. Yeah. And then uh, that was 2015. 2018, I came up to start working here at uh, Kemsources. Wow. Yeah. Now, for everybody that doesn't know where all these places that he's talking about, this is everywhere. Where he grew up is right in the north of Namibia. Yeah. And that's usually where we also have a, our education system is also from grade one to all the way to grade 12. And Jimmy has just highlighted all the other lodges in the portfolio of Ultimate Safaris, the company that this lodge represents. Wow, that's so interesting. Eh? Yeah. Now, next question. Trick question. Eh? Trick mm-hmm. question. So tell me. Why do you think they built the place Yeah, Why? What is so special about this place? Okay, I think the main reason to build the lodge here is the environment yeah. and also the landscape where the lodge is located. And it's also a bit far from other place. True. Yeah. Very true. Eh? Yeah. And uh, the good thing for here is uh, also nice view when you are just... Everywhere, apart from everywhere, all the rooms, they're just having beautiful view of oh, the landscape. Yeah. So I was telling Jimmy this morning, I, last night, I took the chance of sleeping on top of, on the outside bed. They have these... Star bed. Yeah, well, here we go. Jimmy just corrected me. Star bed. The star beds are just on the outside of the room, and they make this beautiful bed right on top of the roof, and you go and sleep under the stars. It is an absolutely amazing yeah. experience, I can't tell you. It's really an amazing experience. So the region that we are in, it's called the, the Sausage Flay region. Now, over the years, quite a lot of lodges have come up around this area. And it can be a little bit congested. There are quite a lot of lodges. So the ideal thing is to move away from where all the congestion is. Yeah. But the main attraction is when you come to this area is basically the sausage flay. Mm-hmm. You go and see the sausage flay, the dead flay, and that is the main attraction. But that can also be quite congested as well, because in the morning you leave quite... Yeah. What time did we leave yesterday morning? We uh, left 5.30? 5.30. Yeah. And we took about a 45-minute drive to the entrance gate where the Nalkluf Park starts, and then you drive in, and then it's about another 45 minutes before you get to the sausage flay. But that's the beauty, people. Yeah. Absolute beauty. Maybe you can describe what do we do there at, at, at Sosfle. Yes. Okay, at Sosfle mostly there are those legends, and there's also what you call dead flay. Ah, yeah, where there's those uh, dead tree. Most of the people they come there for that main activity. That main attraction. Yeah, that's the main attraction. Yeah. If you see a photograph of Namibia, that is what you see. That is right? what you see. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now there's different ways of thinking. Some people say. The trees are already 800 years old. Some yeah. say it's 50 years old. But people, it's really an amazing spectacular. So we climbed. I took my guests yesterday yeah. and I made them climb Big Daddy. <laughs> you have to climb. But the whole idea is that you have to get there quite early. Yeah. Because the earlier you get there, it's not too hot. You know? yeah. That's why we leave at 5.30. So that by the time you're ready to walk, it's around about 7 o'clock in the morning already. And you're ready to tackle this dew. Takes about between, and my people, they did it yesterday in 35 minutes. Sure. I gave them a target. Serious? 
five minutes. Yeah, they, all the way. Anyway, so I said, okay, it's between yesterday at dinner, we said, oh, it's going to be around about an hour to an hour and a half. So they wanted to beat that. So 35 minutes. But it's between 45 minutes and an hour and a half mm-hmm. normal climb. And you sit on top of the dune, and I'm going to put some pictures in the footnotes at the same time. And you just watch this beautiful, beautiful sea of dunes that you can see. Really quite a spectacular, very spectacular. And then you look at the dead flay, and it takes you about five seconds, maybe five minutes, maybe even less to get down because you just run down. It's just an amazing experience. You can even roll. Jimmy said you can even roll. Yeah. But the nice thing is about it, then you take a brunch, and we have a lovely brunch because it's around about 10 o'clock when we get. It's a beautiful picnic area. Okay. We have some brunch. Yeah. Yesterday, they even cooked the brunch for them at the same time. Lovely, amazing. Yeah. And then you take the drive back. There's another area that you can go and visit. What area do we go and see? What else do the canyon. There we go. Yeah. Which, what, is so, what is significant about the canyon? Okay. The, I think uh, I heard that is the second canyon in the whole world. Second Canyon, did you hear that, people? Yeah. Second Canyon of, and which is the first one? First one I hear is somewhere in America, I don't know the name, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I'm going to correct Jimmy, yeah. I think is maybe the first one is Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. In America, and then yeah. it's Fish River Canyon. Fish River Canyon. This is number three. This is number three, number yeah. Three, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's just quite a spectacular yeah. canyon, it's because yeah. it's just, it's a little canyon, it's approximately 50 meters, yeah. 30 meters and 50 meters wide, but quite deep. Mm. And it goes for about three kilometers, but it's quite spectacular to see. Last year, it was full of water. That area actually gets water only once. Yeah. yeah. Once every 20 years yeah. does this area get water. Very lucky last year, it was full of water. The Sestrum Canyon had some water. And the dead flay at the Sauces Flay was full of water as well. Really quite a spectacular. Yeah, it's very amazing. Very amazing. Yeah. And, and it's, that's why it's also quite popular for tourists to come and visit. Then when we come back, what else can we do on this property here? What else do you have to offer you? Okay, another activity at this place, uh, we're also having Sundown Drive. Sundown Drive? Yeah. Sundowners. And, uh, Amazing in the middle. Yeah. And we, the third one is a cycle or hiking. Hiking? Yeah. How long do they, how far do they go hiking? Uh, depend on the condition of the guest. Normally they used to take like a 10 kilometer because yeah. there's also a plateau if you go up down there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yesterday we came back, we stopped at the swimming pool. Yeah. You describe okay. it and I'll, I'll fill in for you. What the, okay. What yeah, we also got a swimming pool, which is a bit far from the camp. It's an old dam, which they we converted to the pool now. Yeah. When the guests come back from Source Free, then we used to do a supplies for them, put them ice cream there on top of the pool, then they can swim to take out the June sand. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. So just yeah. to quickly fill in where to yeah. where Jimmy. Now all this whole area used to be sheep farming or beef farming and everything. Now all it's all turned into tourist activities and tourist accommodation. And you can actually see the land returning into the original where it, how it used to be. Yeah. And that is actually quite amazing to see the beauty of the country coming back again. So the swimming pool that Jimmy is referring to is an old reservoir that used to be used for to water the animals, the agricultural animals. So they turned it into a pool. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And you get this lovely ice cream, vegan ice cream, by the way. Yeah, homemade. Vegan 
homemade ice yeah. cream. It was really nice. I Thank really, you. I almost had to have two, but I had to hold myself. <laughs> okay. But it's a lovely chocolate around. Yeah. But it's a, a really nice touch for when people are really hot because you, you're driving on this road. Yeah. So now somebody, can we introduce, can we let them know what is a African massage? African massage, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. Okay, African massage uh, normally depend like uh, the way our gravel load. When the guests are driven on the gravel load, the car always massage them. Yeah, that is normally jump, what you, jump. yeah, jump. That is what we call African massage. It's the best African massage yeah. that you can get. Yeah. But there's a bit of controversy where we need to maybe just, but it is <laughs> to explain again what Jimmy has said. Most of the roads that we travel on here are all non-paved roads. Okay. So they need to be maintained on a regular basis. But because of tourists and the tourist season being quite uh, yeah. busy. Uh, busy, what happens is that more traffic in the tourists and, and then these roads actually, they get in a worse condition yeah. that they should be. So now you come over and... You sitting on these safari vehicles and it is, yeah, it's, it's, it can be. But we try and twist it around and say, it's an African massage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what we do. So you, yeah. after an, a long days of African massage, that's when you go to the pool. And the pool, yourself. yeah. Now, Jimmy, I have to ask you, my friend, you know, I have my vegan safaris coming here now. This okay. is the first night. Yeah. So how did you experience when I said to you, Jimmy, I'm a vegan? How are you going to help me? Okay, no, it is uh, not that much easy, but because we don't have uh, really a lot of uh, vegan guests. Okay. Yeah, but we really accommodate them. And we also need them to come. So that, because uh, sometimes it's also good, like at the camp sources, the guests are also welcome to our kitchen. We used to chat with them. And sometimes they also, like if they're having kids, they also, the kids also used to take party also wow. to, we show them how to make the bread and we also exchange the recipe with them. Yes. Yeah. It's really so amazing because uh, sometimes you find different type of uh, vegan, vegetarian. Yeah. It also helping us also sometimes. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I came here and it was the first time I think I came here now. So yeah. obviously my, my tick was this, can I have it? make sure for the vegan meal yeah. and the kitchen staff really did their best. They really did their best. Now, as I can say, as Jimmy says, we need to come to these vegans as vegans. We need to come to these places yeah. because if we don't come to these places, they don't know how to help us That's because true. Namibia is a very meat orientated destination. Yeah. Mm. It's just the way it is. Mm. Just the way. But vegans as vegans, we want to come here and this is a place to come because like, as Jimmy said, they welcome you to come into their kitchen, look at the kitchen and help a little bit. Now I know as guests, we don't really want to do this because I'm on holiday. Why do I almost tell yeah. I, otherwise I can stay at home. Why yeah, must I true. tell you? Yeah. But they need our help. They need our help because veganism hasn't really, it's getting momentum in Namibia, but the more we come to these places and we help them. Now last night was my second night mm -hmm. and I had one of them make spectacular meals yesterday. Okay. First night was a little bit touch and go, yeah. and I then I give Jimmy some feedback. Yeah. Last night was absolutely lovely. I had a lovely dish of potato and salad, and just the way the vegetables was made. Mm. I just need to quickly touch on. I was quite impressed. This whole place is very. It's a place that we can call regeneration. The land is being allowed to regenerate. 
So there's minimal electricity being used. Mm. You conserve quite a lot of water. I'll try and put in the footnotes. What is quite interesting is the bucket shower. Yeah. It was very interesting. Thank you. Maybe you can tell quickly the viewers. Yeah, Kemsa says we offer shower bucket, which I think is uh, the best also experience at this camp. Okay, we just put that shower bucket also to save water because the camp is in the desert and you already know that Namibia is a dry country. Okay, what we used to do is that when we make a briefing to the guests, we also used to tell them that, okay, we got shower bucket system in the camp and you can just let us know when you want to take shower, then you can fill up your shower bucket so that you can take shower. Okay, the shower bucket is around 20 liter, which it's enough for two people. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, and I if, think if you're showering longer than that, then you have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is all. And also, uh, the other thing, also, okay, as you said that the camp is running on the solar, which is enough for light charging. The guests are really happy with it, even though we don't use to offer other service. But apart from that, everything used to go well. Now, I wonder, do you think the people understood now that bucket charge system? I'm gonna give. It, I'm gonna send you some photographs. It's okay. amazing, yeah. yeah. But to add on to it, so the bucket showers. It's a shower that that's how we used to shower a long time. You water, you boil the water somewhere else, yeah. and you pour it into this bucket. You pull the rope up, yeah. and then you open the tap right above your head, and this water then comes. Yeah, it's not a, like a, a system that the piping system has already been supplied. Mm-hmm. It is the experience that Camp Sources wants to give you, the guest, yeah. have a lovely bucket shower, and I can really. It is quite amazing. It really is. They somehow find the right temperature of a nice warm shower. So it is really nice. The other thing that I saw yesterday, I was walking past the kitchen Uh and he was busy putting potatoes. They have an outdoor oven. Yeah. Solar oven. It's a solar oven. Yeah. So there he was. The oven was standing in the sun with the solar and the potatoes and pumpkin was busy inside. Yeah. Cooking really nicely. Yeah. That is the extent that Camp Sources has gone to conserve, to bring the noise down. Yeah. It is absolutely quiet. And also to avoid deforestation. There we go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah that's oh, the deforestation to make fires and all these things. Yeah. Now, I don't know if we can see, the camera can see, but right just in front of us, there's a little bush with a, a little tree, a dead tree with a, a sub of water. Yeah. In the middle of the night, it's the most amazing feeling. You wake up and you sleep outside on this bed and you just have oryx all around you. All around yeah, you. It's just, like, because they can't, there's no light shining on the drinking hole, but it's just quite amazing that all these oryx, you can see them because the moon is quite bright yeah. and the stars are quite bright at the same time and they're all just drinking water. Folks, I can't say. Jimmy, I really thank you. Thank you for a lovely two nights. I think my guests really enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, and... Uh, I'm looking forward to coming back again. Eh? Yeah, and we also happy to having you, and we expect you to bring us more guests. I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah. I've, when people see all these things that are happening, I will definitely bring more guests. Yes. That's good. Thank you, and good luck for the season. At the same time, You're and hope, hope everything. I, I think come. we're coming back to normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's looking, so. yeah. it's looking great. Eh? You have a good Christmas because it's almost Christmas. Yeah. Time. It's now November. So yeah. Good Christmas. I hope you have same some time you. with your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll see you maybe next year again. Eh? Hope so. For the viewers, lovely joining us. And I look forward to the next video.
we're moving on to Swakop for this trip, we're moving on to Swakop, and then we're going on to another destination. By the time this will be published, I'll have the next one ready uh, for viewing at the same time. Have a lovely day, everybody. Good day. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this African safari adventure with a twist. We hope you were able to picture amazing Africa. As we conclude this episode, I want to encourage you to continue your journey towards a more compassionate and sustainable lifestyle. Remember, every small step we take towards sustainability and regeneration can make a big difference in the world. I would love to hear about your experiences and thoughts on vegan plant-based safaris and its impact it could have on wildlife conservation. Feel free to share your feedback with me via my Facebook page, AirSafaris269, Instagram and LinkedIn on the handle JCDeClag and stay tuned for more exciting safari travel adventures. I do hope that you will be joining me next time. Until then, stay curious, stay conscious and keep exploring the world with a compassionate heart.